Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 19, and this show is brought to you by the fine folks at Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue Rubs and Sauce. As I'm sure you've heard, these small batch competition spice rubs have been used on meat to win hundreds of awards in competition barbecue, and they've also won some pretty big awards on their own. The Tumbleweed All-Purpose Rub is currently number one in the world, according to the National Barbecue Association. Find them at retailers all over Alberta or by visiting www.prairiebbq.com. Well, folks, um, my voice is shot. I'm exhausted. Back in Calgary now after an awesome Grey Cup weekend up in Edmonton. For those of you outside of Canada listening in, uh, CFL is our Canadian Football League. The Grey Cup is the national championship for the uh, CFL and uh, every year they do a big festival around the game and we were up there for four days in Edmonton taking in all of the festivities and so many great memories uh, met so many uh, just a ton of awesome people had a great time kudos to the city of Edmonton and to the organizers for a great festival and it was awesome to be there to see the Calgary Stampeders win the Grey Cup and uh, bring in the cup home and uh, the game uh, the Grey Cup game is in Calgary next year so we'll be looking forward to welcoming all of our CFL friends from around the country and outside of the country into Calgary for next year. So uh, a great time. Big thank you to everybody involved in the CFL and the festival for an outstanding event. Uh, it's going to take me a few days to recover fully, but uh, getting this thing out and uh, ready for you. Curling update. Team Shalifer, another loss. We are sitting at 0-6-1. And, of course, that's the Springbank Curling Club Tuesday Night Men's League. Uh, back out on the ice tonight. Would love to record that first victory. Quick uh, plug for the Alberta Barbecue Trail, folks. Visit us at www.albertabbqtrail.ca. There's just a couple of days left in the Passport program, but don't stop you from getting out and visiting the restaurants. As I mentioned last week, change in the program uh, as far as the prizes go for the Passport. Uh, we're going to have a larger prize package for anyone who completes the Passport and a draw for some smaller prizes for anyone else who participated. You get one entry per restaurant you visited, so one entry per stamp. Get your passports into me by December 15th, and uh, we will be drawing for all of those great prizes, courtesy of the restaurants that are participating. Another change-up in this week's episode, folks. Uh, it was supposed to be uh, Jared from Alberta Barbecue, who's uh, doing some great custom smoker fabrication here in Calgary but had some technical difficulties so I have to switch it up and go into uh, an episode I've had just kind of sitting in the uh, the bank waiting for a uh, situation like this so back in May we do uh, a group of friends of mine we get together we play cards about once a month and once a year we get out to Canmore Alberta out in the mountains for a guys poker and a golf weekend and we did this back in May of this year and I sat the guys down after our round of golf one day, and uh, we had a little, uh, we'll call it a grilling and barbecue round table. Just went around with the guys, a uh, few drinks, 
and talking about childhood memories of cooking and grilling outdoors and the favorite things that we like to cook in the great outdoors. So hope you enjoy the show. We had a lot of fun recording it, and uh, we'll talk to you after. All right, folks, welcome to the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Uh, this episode, it is uh, Saturday night. It's night two of our annual Guys Golf and Poker Weekend in Canmore. We played uh, Banff Springs today. A beautiful day of golfing. Uh, dinners on the uh, rotisserie out on the grill. We've got a prime rib going, and I thought uh, we would just kind of go around the table, introduce ourselves real quick. We got eight of us here, and then just have a little brief discussion about uh, what barbecue means to folks and memories and that sort of thing. So, to my left, we have Craig, Craig, and Kelly, Andy, Richard, Nathan, Dennis, and Andrew. All right, so that's the crew. And uh, Craig, I guess we'll start with you. What's uh, do you have any memories about barbecue or grilling outdoor cooking? Thoughts on barbecue? What's, uh... Well, I just, maybe Dennis was going to, I don't want to steal your thunder, Dennis, but uh, there's only one way to eat a good steak, and that's barbecued on the grill. And I uh, stand outside at minus 40 Calgary temperatures in the wintertime and uh, barbecue my steak. I think we've all done that. Kelly, how about you? Uh, you know, there's no other way to eat a salmon. I like salmon. You can do a good salmon and bake, bake it. There's no better way to have a salmon than out on a barbecue as well. Andy? Andy? Chicken? <laughs> Barbecuing is stupid. <laughs> 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 there's no better way to eat vegetables. <laughs> Straight off the barbecue. Yeah. No, actually, vegetables are damn good on a barbecue. Do you ever go in the walk? Yeah. You yeah. get a barbecue. Yeah, no, I've actually got a, a vegetable grate yeah. Yeah. thing. You yeah. put them on top and you put your olive oil and a bunch of Absolutely, stuff on yeah. it. It is awesome. But only medium rare. Yeah, you don't, well, don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So I grew up in a ranch in northern Saskatchewan. I thought it was funny because my mother would cook steaks and it would be on a frying pan and overcooked and kind of almost leather and then my dad uh, got a grill and all of a sudden I like steaks that was kind of the first uh, first time I actually enjoyed it Richard kind of jumped over you there yeah that's okay I um, just remember barbecue over the old briquettes oh, yeah. when I was a kid and my dad would cook it and everything was like shoe leather so <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good memory good memory burnt like a crisp yep. and it was it was not very good no. and then I remember entering a draw at a show home as a kid and won a grill a gas oh, nice. grill yeah and things improved immensely yeah, yeah, and yeah. the barbecues got much better and much more enjoyable yeah and we all had fun with that and now we do it regular uh we find it at home quick and easy if we're grilling little chicken little pork or something like that and make a salad and we're good to go for dinner so it does you don't need a lot of time yeah, absolutely with the gas grills it's yeah. a, it's a quick quick thing yeah, I think uh, I think for me, uh, one of the coolest things up at the cottage, uh, got a couple neighbors that uh, swear by the smokers and the barbecues, and uh, uh, my brother actually just bought one of those green eggs uh, a few months ago, so uh, that's kind of his little Everest. So every weekend he's got something new to try and cook on it, and uh, I'm more than happy to be one of the uh, samplers. Absolutely. My sunbeam's nice, but the green egg is uh, <laughs> a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, I haven't cooked on the uh, any of the ceramic cookers before, but I hear they're 
How about the Sunbeam? Sunbeam is good. Beam? No. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Sunbeam. <laughs> Shout out to Sunbeam. <laughs> do better. Andrew, how about you? Do What's better. Yeah, do better. Yeah, no, I, I think the best thing about it is when you can get outside and eat outside and cook. I mean, first memories for me would be camping or up at the cottage and, and uh, seeing my dad cook instead of mom always cooking. And um, the other thing I like about the barbecue is uh, you can do different, different meats at the same time, different ways. Uh, my wife doesn't eat red meat. You know, I'm not a big fish person, but we can do something that each of us will enjoy at the same time. Sorry, but our prime rib appears to be on fire. Pulse <laughs> 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 alarm. One of the things I find funny when you're talking about your dad finally helping your mom at home would be dad would be looking after the meat on the grill. Yes. Mom would be looking after everything else. Absolutely. And the kids. People <laughs> would sit down and who'd yeah. get the compliment? Dad, yeah, dad for the yeah. meat and Cooked mom would thing. just sit and fume. Yeah. And the same thing happens now. I'll be yeah. on the grill with the you know with the meat and my, my wife will be doing everything else and yeah. I'll get the compliments. And, and she probably got the meat friends yeah. with salad. You don't make friends <laughs> with She probably got the meat ready to cook too. No, I'll no, usually marinate. Yeah. Yeah. She'll she'll buy it, but I'll marinate yeah. yeah. stuff. Yeah. So for me, kind of one of my earliest uh, good memories of barbecues, family barbecues, and I've mentioned this on my on the blog before, was uh, in Winnipeg, and we lived in Norwood, and there was a, a burger place, Mrs. Mike's, oh, on Tache. Oh yeah, nice. And there's a couple of Winnipeggers at the table. Yeah, there's yeah three of us here. Right? It's a, it's a yeah. stabbing area now in town. But... <laughs> <laughs> we'll hit that part. You could. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having family over and uh, mom would be making burgers or dogs or whatever and she would call ahead to Mrs. Mike's and order $2 worth of fries and my brother and I would get on our bikes and ride there and ride home with this big brown paper bag, bag of full, of, full of the best french fries ever nice and uh, it may have only happened once but in my head it happened a few times and uh, yeah it's a, a good memory for me as far as uh, outdoor cooking and grilling well, and family. Fancy. We grew up outside of Winnipeg too, and uh, there's there's four boys in the family, so there's five men in the house and mom, and uh, so barbecue was uh, as soon as the barbecue was done, if you were last at the table, you probably got the worst piece of meat, right? Yeah. The one that was overcooked, yeah, or it was the little they one. hit the, hit the hot spot on the, well, uh, the like, barbecue. That's right? thing. So if Dad cooked it; they were all overcooked. So yeah, the last. Piece How do you like your steak? Medium well or jerky. <laughs> Is this from this time or last time? No. So a couple of you kind of mentioned kind of your favorite things on the grill. We could maybe go with the others that didn't uh, uh, well, talk me, about their favorite things to have on the barbecue. What, for uh, me, it's what we're having tonight. The prime rib down yeah. on the rotisserie with the nice herb paste on it, and you just can't beat it. Yeah. It's actually probably better the second day than it is the first day. The flavors, uh, the flavors. You won't find that out. Be <laughs> <laughs> none left tonight. But. I don't know. I, I'm, a t- I'm a tenderloin guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can wrap tenderloin. Last night bad. went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Last we did. Uh, for dinner last night, we bought a whole tenderloin, uh, cut some steaks, and with what was left over, we cubed it up and made some kebabs, and Nate... Uh, out of what he could find in the cupboard in the fridge here, uh, came up with some sort of a marinated, and we had that as an appetizer 
uh, before the stakes, and it was probably uh, better than the stakes. They were well, <laughs> as good as the stakes were. Those uh, yeah. meat cubes were pretty stellar. Yep. You remember what was in that? What was in your? Uh, Nope. Bob, nope. It was not shared. I, I saw a few. I saw a few of the things. I was cutting the meat, and Nate was just tossing stuff in the bowl there. So it was a suspect pantry, but uh, we made it work. I've never used popcorn mix before to uh, <laughs> marinate sticks, but uh, hey, be honest, something went in Rome. I still love a great burger on the barbecue. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah we've actually done a lot of uh, family vacations down into southern states in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And you'll have three or four families kind of traveling at the same time. And the hotels, a lot of them now have the grills set up oh, so yeah. you can make, yeah. the, make the meal there. And that really works out well, too. Oh, yes, nice. they have that in Kinsley. Well, we, re- we've never thrown a full goose on it yet, but uh, we mm-hmm. might one day. I remember when I learned, I grew up in a household where the steaks were always overdone as well. Always well done, medium. Uh, more than medium. And when I learned to eat it closer to rare was... Uh, Early in my career at men's night at the golf club in mm-hmm. Owen Sound, you'd play your round of golf and then everybody get a raw steak and you went out with your beer and you threw the steak oh, yeah. on the grill and you sat there and you talked to people. Yeah. And I got tired of being the last one going in. <laughs> so you just take your steak off a little earlier and you find out, geez, this is pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I went on a snowmobile trip one time down to uh, just outside of West uh, Yellowstone. And we went to this really cool restaurant where it was like eight bucks and they sold you a giant piece of meat. And it was sort of like, well, the grill's over there in the middle of the restaurant. So just do your take your yourself. picture, take your picture of beer and go cook your go cook your steak. Wasn't that an old SCTV skit? It was pretty cool. <laughs> kill your cow, pick your cow, kill yeah. your cow. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but it was, it, was, it was really cool. Yeah. I uh, just uh, back in April got a Weber kettle. Oh, uh, so I've been using uh, cooking on charcoal with that, and really enjoying the nice. I have one of those too. Yeah, the charcoal cooking with you got to get the big lump stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go to Cabela's and get like yep. the big chunk lump stuff. Yep. Don't get the briquettes. The briquettes no, are no, shit. It's limp lump. Yeah. Yeah. Not limp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, limp too. Yeah. Yeah. Limp. No, something's limp, but yep. no, that's limp. Yeah. Yeah. So I've really, uh, you know, it's still nice to have the gas grill when you're in a hurry, but uh, if you've got the extra time to get the uh, yeah for a nice Saturday, the charcoal. Uh, yeah, grill heated up and uh, yeah, get a bunch of different types of wood. Yeah, get them soaking. Yeah, and the one I got it comes with these two charcoal baskets. Yeah, that go on you know inside under the grate, so you can use them to yeah have your hot spots and your not hot spots, and you can yeah position the coals in there real easily with them. Yeah, so and you got a, one of the uh, starters like the, I have uh, the the chimney, the starter chimney. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I got, I built one of those uh, uh, concrete fireplaces in my backyard. Yeah. So when I, when I have to sort of second chimney, I put you it actually in the fireplace. Yeah. So it's kind of neat because it goes out the fireplace and then yeah. you get the barbecue yeah. going. And awesome. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Good Saturday. Yeah. Any other thoughts, guys? Beer can chicken. Beer can chicken's always a good one. Yeah, those are beer can chicken. We used to have a lot of uh, turkeys under rotisserie, and uh, my wife would make up a... Uh, Flour-based uh, stuff to shake on it made a mess of your barbecue, but uh, sealed the juices in the turkey with a bunch of spices in it, yep. and uh, it was good. a very nice way to have a turkey in the summertime. You did it on the rotisserie? Yep. See, wow. I've barbecued turkey, but I've always done it yeah. kind of indirect heat, not on the rotisserie. Like well, I, I got a, mm-hmm. I got a back. Pan? Yeah, in a pan. Yeah. With some tin I have a back uh, thing for the rotisserie, yeah. so yeah. it drops down into the pan. 
How but many it, rotisserie do you need for it? Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. You, get, you get a small turkey. Small like, turkey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Craig only shoots pounds. small birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly with one wing. <laughs> Largely running. <laughs> yeah. yeah, speaking of turkeys on the barbecue, Andrew and I, we've both done this. Uh, speaking of turkeys. <laughs> uh, with the bacon. Yeah, you which is, uh, get the oh, thick yeah. cut bacon. Peel, peel the skin back, put the bacon on with some. Uh, you rub it first and put the some barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce on the inside. And mustard and the on the outside. Yeah, and then more bacon on the outside. and Make, make sure, sure you get the thick cut, though. Yeah, the thick cut bacon, absolutely. Makes for a great uh, holiday turkey. Yeah, and it just keeps it so moist, yeah. right? That's yeah. what we're doing. Awesome, yeah. All right, guys, thanks for doing this. Okay, thank you. We'll uh, get back to some cards here, and dinner should be uh, ready in a bit. Yeah, two, three hours. Four to six hours. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Until ne- next time, folks, keep on smoking. All right, everybody, that is it for another episode of the show. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. And please check out our show's sponsor, Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue Rubs and Sauce. Get the details about all of their outstanding products at www.prairiebbq.com and find rubs like the award-winning Tumbleweed All-Purpose Rub at retailers all around Alberta. Big thank you to my friends, the guys, uh, for helping me out recording this episode. Uh, a great, great bunch of uh, guys to hang out with, and uh, can't ask for better friends. Andy, hope you're uh, on the road to recovery and doing better, my friend. We're thinking of you. Everybody, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and give us a rating. Would love to see some five-star ratings out there. And a review. Let me know how you, what you think. Share the show with your friends. Message me with your comments. You can find me on Twitter at EatMoreBarbecue. And on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. And you can always email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions. Check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail at www.albertabbqtrail.ca for info about all of the great restaurants that are a part of the trail in 2018. And looking forward to growing that program for next year. Next week... I have a chat with Brian from House of Q, and we learn about his journey into this exciting barbecue world. As always, a big thank you to Alan Horbin for providing all the music for the episode, for the show. Uh, Great job. Love it. And until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This has been a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.